0: All right, well, we have an annual tradition here at Springhouse that we start the year with probably one of the most pivotal foundational words uh, that we can uh, that we can have and to grow in, and that is to be in the Word of God, to read the Word of God. Uh, today is not a throwaway message. I believe it's probably the most important message that we hear in the year, uh, because God's Word brings truth, it brings revelation, uh, and every believer should be in the Word. And my wife, Sherry O'Day, has a word for us today, so would you please welcome my wife, Sherry. Good morning. morning. Happy New Year. Year. Move this over here. There we go. (laughs) Well, I am very excited that to be here. I'm very honored because like he said, it's been a tradition. As long as I've been at Spring House, we have um We have done the Read Your Word series, and it has been, it has been uh, encouraging, it has been great, and I'm so honored to be able to do it this year. And so before we get started, and before we get into that, I wanna let you guys know my goal over the next you know, 30 minutes or so. Um, at the end of this, my goal is, that, uh, is to erase any guilt that you might feel about reading the Bible and encourage you to keep going. So if you leave with anything today, it's that I hope that you can erase the guilt that you feel about reading the Bible and I can encourage you to keep going. So without further ado, let us get started right now with reading our word. If you would join me with standing and we're gonna read Psalms 119 verses nine through 16. I'm supposed to use this clicker, forgot. (laughs) How can a young person stay on the path of purity by living according to your word. I seek you with all my heart. Do not let me stray from your commands. I have hidden your word in my heart that I might not sin against you. Praise be to you, Lord. Teach me your decrees. With my lips I recount all the laws that come from your mouth. I rejoice in following your statutes as one rejoices in great riches. I meditate on your precepts and consider your ways. I delight in your decrees. I will not neglect your word. Heavenly Father, thank you so much that you have given us your word. Thank you that you have given us the ability to read your word, Lord, that in America we are taught to read and that's an an amazing privilege that not everyone has, God. And I just, I pray that you just, be with all the hearts and the people that are listening today, God. I pray that all my words will fall to the floor, but that your words will penetrate to our hearts, God. That you will inspire us to get into your words so that we can hold true to that last verse and not neglect your word. In Jesus' name I pray, amen. So, um... Like, like we said, this is a tradition that we do, we do the Read Your Word series a lot. I remember Kevin um, came up when he did it one year. He had uh, pages printed out for read your Bible in one year so that everybody, when you guys left, you could go grab a paper, and we were going to read the Bible in one year as a congregation. It was going to be great. Well, I have a little confession to make. I have never, ever, 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 ever in my life have I ever read the Bible in one year. <laughs> I can't. I am a slow reader. Uh, I uh, know that, I I don't know, maybe it was Pastor Ryan, I think you said you read like 15 chapters a day. And I was like, oh my word, 15 chapters. That would take me five hours. (laughs) Which I know sounds ridiculous, but that is true. I read very slow, and so it's very hard for me to uh, get through the word in one year. I actually, yesterday, I finished reading the entire Bible. Yes, (laughs) woohoo! It took me just under two and a half years to do that and believe it or not that's the shortest that i've ever done um and that's okay uh the first time that i ever read through the bible i was actually in third grade i was in a program called missionettes and i did the stars program yeah who did missionettes yeah um so in, in the program Missionettes and Stars, you have certain things. It's kind of like the Christian version of Girl Scouts. You have, you have a sash, and you earn badges, and you have to do certain accomplishments, and they have different levels. And at the end, if you finish all of the requirements over the course of those supposed to be three years, third, fourth, and fifth grade, uh, you get crowned Honor Star. We, we used to make fun of that a lot because uh, during the ceremonies, we loved it, but we, the person who would do it for us, they're like, we crown you honor star. <laughs> so my family has a running joke about that. Anytime that they do something great, you're like, we crown you Honor star. But but I've been crowned honor star. It was great. And so I read through the entire Bible, starting in third grade. Now, I will admit, um, the program is for third, fourth, and fifth grade girls. I did not finish it in fifth grade. Like I said, I'm a very slow reader. So I finished it, I think, by the end of sixth grade. So it's all good, because I finished. Nobody needs to know that, but you guys found out. Anyways, um, (laughs) we... uh, when I read the Bible, uh, there are certain things that I personally would not want my third grade daughter to read because uh, the Bible is not always rated G or PG or even PG 13. Ezekiel is definitely rated R or higher. <laughs> and when I read it, I'm like, whoa, I did not realize that was in the Bible. That's, uh, that was a little much to read. But I will admit, when I was in third grade and I was reading the Bible, a lot of that stuff that may have been a little bit too much for me as a third grader went right over my head. I had no excuse not to read the Bible because it's God's word. It's God's foundation. And so I was able to read it. And as I have matured, when I read the Bible, my understanding has also matured about how I understand it and what things I grab from it and take from it. Now, uh, third grade is a very young age to do that. But the kids can learn the Bible at that, at that age. And, and I have the privilege on Thursday nights to do junior Bible quiz with uh, a group of elementary kids. It's kindergarten through sixth grade. We go to fifth grade mostly here. Uh, there's a lot of leaders that are in this audience. Thank you leaders for everyone who helps out with that program. But we, today, I wanna kind of show you what the junior Bible quizzers do. So I'm gonna go ahead and invite the junior Bible quiz kids out here. I'm gonna scoot this this way a little bit too. We're going to squish on this table, and we're going to do kind of like a little mock match for you guys. Uh, They are... These are our kids and I'm gonna have them buzz in. The way that this goes is that there are 20 questions in a match and the 20 questions are 10 10 10-pointers, seven 20-pointers and three 30-pointers all mixed up. Now you can imagine the 30-pointers are a little bit tougher than the 10-pointers. And so we are going to have them answer this. They have 30 seconds to answer the question. Uh, if it is a quotation question, they have to quote the verse, give the reference, and the verse has to be word for word perfect they can 't skip a word, they can 't you know change a word just a little bit, and they can 't even repeat a word like like for god so so loved the world that would be considered wrong because they said so twice. So in junior Bible quiz, they're very serious about being true to God's word. So if it's a quotation question, uh, they're quoting from NLT and just know that this is what they, they have to have it word for word perfect in order to have it correct. Are you guys ready? I'm gonna start, we're gonna go ahead and uh, buzz in and you guys are gonna, we're gonna test out these mics too. You guys are gonna buzz in and say your name. So if we could have, we have two teams the goal is to get the most points. These three kids are on the red team and those three are on the green team. So if we could have red one, go and buzz in and say your name. Oh, that's red three. Oh, I gotta clear it. Okay, so yep, go ahead. Oh, you can sit, just say it really loud. It should pick you up. No, just your first name. Eli. Eli, can you guys hear that? No? Okay, say it a little bit louder. Eli. Can you guys hear that? Okay. Okay, red two. Hadassah. Okay. Oh, red three. Go ahead. Zaylin. Can okay, you guys hear that? No. No? Are, are mics able to get louder or should they? Okay, so you guys will need to lean into the mics. Is that okay? <laughs> okay, so green one. Go ahead and buzz in. Say your name. James. Nice. Lucia. Lucia. Corinna. Corinna. Awesome job. I want to see if that, yeah, it's on. Okay. Just checking. All right. So we're going to go ahead and get started. Are you guys ready? I'm going to keep my score on here. <laughs> okay. Question. Question number one for 10 points. Why were Shadrach neat interruption uh, green three? Meshach and Abednego thrown into the blazing furnace because they refused to bow down to the golden statue set by the king. That is correct for 10 points. (laughs) All right, I forgot to say, the kids are gonna love your applause, but if we applause for all 20 questions, it might take up the entire time. So let's go ahead and hold the applause until the end, okay? Okay, here we go, question, question number two for 10 points. Whom did God give Moses to help him? Interruption, green one. Get, um, getting the Israelites out of Egypt, his brother Aaron. That is correct for 10 points. Question, question number three for 30 points. Quotation question How powerful is God's word? Red two. Hebrews 4 12 for the word of God is alive and powerful it is sharper than the sharpest two-edged sword cutting between soul and spirit between joint and marrow it exposes our innermost thoughts and desires that is correct for 30 points question question number four for 10 points what was the occupation of Luke green one doctor that is correct for 10 points Question, question number five for 20 points. What Hebrew word is the same as interruption, green three? The Greek word... Messiah. Sorry, that's incorrect for a minus 10 points. It was interrupted. So it is going to be reread for the red team and the red team only. Question, question number five for 20 points. What Hebrew word is the same as the Greek word Christ? Red three. Messiah. Messiah. That is correct for 20 points for red three. Question, question number six for 10 points. Who lived longer than any other person? Green three? Interruption, and how, Sorry. and how long did he live? Methuselah, 969 years. That is correct for 10 points for green three. Question, question number seven for 20 points. What chapter of the Bible is known? Interruption, green three. As the love chapter, 1 Corinthians 13. That is correct. For twenty points, question question number eight. For thirty points, quotation question quote the Lord's Prayer. Green two. Our Father in heaven, your name be kept holy. Their kingdom That will be done on earth as it is in heaven. <laughs> Give us the day we need. Give us a rest. Ooh, that was time. She wasn't able to do it in 30 seconds. Uh, it wasn't interrupted, but I'm going to go ahead and reread it so that uh, the red team can answer that. So let's go ahead and do that. Let's go. So question. Question number eight for thirty points. Quotation question. Quote the Lord's Prayer. Our Father in heaven, may Your name be kept holy. May Your kingdom come soon. May Your will be done on earth as it is in heaven. Give us today the good we need. And forgive us our sins as we have forgiven those who sin against us. And don't let us yield to temptation. But rescue us from the evil in Matthew six nine through fifteen. That is correct for thirty points. Great job. An awesome job, Lucia, for trying because that is, that one is it's very. That is 9, verses 9 through 13. To quote that in 30 seconds is extremely difficult. So great job trying. You had it correct for as far as you got. Okay, question. Question number 9 for 10 points. Where did Jacob have a dream, Interruption. green 3? Of a stairway reaching to heaven, Bethel. That is correct for 10 points for green 3. Question. Question number 10 for 10 points. To what city were many of the people of Judah taken as interruption? Green one. Captives. Babylon. That is correct for 10 points. For green one. Question. Question number 11 for 20 points. Where is Jesus now and what is he doing? Red three. Jesus is sitting on the right hand side of side of the for the board. That is correct for twenty points for red number two. The kids are getting very upset because I forgot to clear the buzzers. So a few of them buzzed in and they're like, my buzzer is not working. Your buzzer is working, I just forgot to clear it. I'm sorry. Normally, we have someone doing timekeeping, scorekeeping, and reading the questions. A separate person for each. I'm doing it all. So, sorry, kids. (laughs) Okay, question. Question number 12 for 20 points. What are the four major divisions? Interruption, green two. Ah, t- time it was interrupted, so it is going to be re read for the red team and the red team only. Question, question number twelve for twenty points. What are the four major interruption? Red three. Divisions of the Old Testament: Law, History, Poetry, Prophets. Law, History, Poetry, Prophets. That is correct for 20 points. Oh, that's the wrong person. There we go. Question, question number 13 for 10 points. What new name did God give to? No, I forgot to clear it. Did God give to? Go ahead. Interruption, green one. What new name did God give to Jacob when he wrestled with God? Israel. That is correct for 10 points. Question, question number 14 for 20 points. Quotation question. What are the three great interruption, red two? Christian virtues, three things will last forever, faith, hope, and love, and the greatest of these is love, 1 Corinthians 13, 13. That is correct, for 30 points. Question, question number 15, for 20 points. What are the three main sources of temptation? Read three. The devil, the world, and our own desires. That is correct, for 20 points. Question, question number 16 for 30 points. Who were the 12 sons of Jacob? Read two. Reuben, Simeon, Levi, Judah, Issachar, Zebulun, Joseph, Benjamin, Dan, Naphtali, Gad, Asher. That is correct for 30 points. Question, question number 17 for 10 points. What was the 10th and last plague? Interruption, read three. That fell upon the land of Egypt, the death of the firstborn. That is correct for 10 points. Question, question number 18 for 20 points. Quotation question. Is it necessary that a Christian? Interruption, read two. Love others. Right, That's incorrect for a minus ten points. Since it was interrupted, it's going to be reread for the green team. Okay. Question. Question number eighteen for twenty points. Quotation question. Is it? Interruption. Green two. Necessary that a question love others. First John four seven and. I'm sorry, that is incorrect as well. Hadassah, would you like to quote it again? Go ahead. Anyone who loves is a child of God and knows God, but anyone who does not love does not know God, for God is love. That is correct. She doesn't get the points, but she did get it correct. Like I said, you have to have it word for word perfect. She said a word right before she started, which canceled out the problem, but she didn't know it, so I know that's hard when you're in competition. Okay, question. Question number 19 for 10 points. What feast did God establish in eruption read two. She said, uh, what feast did God establish to remember the Israelites' deliverance from Egypt? And the answer was Passover. Question, question number 20 for 10 points. Oh, thank you. They're going to interrupt this one. What is... Interruption. Green three. The Bible. The Bible is the inspired word of God and his revelation to all people of himself and his plan of salvation. That is correct for 10 points, and that is the end of our match. Great job, guys. Woo! You guys did so great. Uh, That was a fantastic match between the two. Let's see, green team got second place with 85 points. Red team, you got first place with 175 points. Awesome job, guys. Woo! Yeah. you good. It's not done. Thank you guys so much. Great job. They're gonna go ahead and leave. Yeah, take your stools with you. You guys can get to Children's Ministry. They are, um, it's pajama day in children's ministry, if you didn't know that, that's why some of them are dressed in their jammies. I think some of the adults wish that they were dressed in their jammies today too. Oh, Lucy, I forgot to ask you a question. Is she coming back out? Is she coming? There we go. Here, take that mic. Come over here. You can come up here. <laughs> okay, question. Um, question. Question number one. No, um, what it, uh, how often do you study for JBQ. A lot. A lot. Do you study every day? Kind of. <laughs> do, you miss, do you miss some days? Yeah. Yeah? Um, how, when you study each day, how often do you, like, how long do you study for? Five or ten minutes. Five or ten minutes. And what, um, what grade are you in? Third. Third grade. And do you enjoy doing that? Yeah. Yeah. Okay. Thank you. Lucia was our youngest one on stage today. She is in third grade, and let me tell you, they did not know any of those answers uh, at the beginning of last year. It is just because of taking five to 10 minutes a day. They have learned all of that. Isn't that incredible? That's amazing. I'm learning stuff from them because they have studied so much. I don't know if you guys try to answer those questions with them, but I know that some of those questions are very hard for us adults too. there are many ways for us to learn the Bible, and I have, I have little demonstrations here. One way that we learn the Bible is through our parents. Some, our parents teach us God's word, Well, most of us, my parents did. If you didn't grow up in a Christian house, then your parents probably didn't, but parents are a great source of learning about God's word. Another source is our friends. In the Bible, it says that we should be talking with our friends about what God is doing in our lives, the amazing things that he's doing, the amazing things that we have read in scripture. We should be sharing that with our friends. So we learn from each other and what like, hey, you would, I just read this verse and it was very interesting. You wouldn't believe like, like I thought of it in a whole new way and you share that with them. So then she can see it in that whole new way as well. We also learn, my, parents, my kids go to a Christian school, so they learn about God's word. From their teachers you know, right now hadassah is learning about the fertile crescent and the euphrates river and mount sinai on the sinai peninsula and she's studying the map of where where moses got the 10 commandments and that's very cool see she's learning a lot from her teachers and an obvious one <laughs> pastors you learn a lot from pastors on sunday Morning we come and we listen to our pastors and we learn about God's word. And these are ways that we learn about God's word from different people. But I'm gonna go and do a demonstration that I did with some kids. I have this board here and I'm gonna, I'm gonna draw a picture for you guys on here. Get my marker out. I'm gonna draw a picture of a cat. Well, I heard a gasp, that was interesting. Somebody either really likes cats or really hates them. Uh, this is a very cute cat for those of you who hate cats I know that you think that there's no such thing as a cute cat but that's okay this one's cute and uh, I'm coloring this as a blue cat it's a blue cat and, um, and it's a cute blue kitty and you know what this kitty cat uh, this cat likes to drink coffee that's right this cat likes to drink coffee I fun fact about Sherry O'Day I hate coffee, like I hate it. I hate the smell, I hate the taste, I hate absolutely everything about coffee. It is so gross to me. I don't know why people wanna drink bean juice, because that's nasty. Like why would you put beans and turn it into juice and then drink it, like, ooh, it's just so gross. So if I hate coffee and I can deal with my cat drinking coffee, you can deal with this cat if you hate cats, you know, so. There you go. Covering the people who hate cats too. You can, you can deal with the picture. Uh, okay, my cat is a very chubby cat. Yeah, it's a very, it's a well-fed cat. It adds extra whip onto its, <laughs> onto its coffee. It's <laughs> oh, <that's> funny. <laughs> I always add extra whip onto I'm terrible. I don't, I don't get coffee, but I do get steamers. And uh, the steamers that I get are, um, I get grande in a venti cup with extra whip. Because <laughs> I just want the whip and then I get the straw. And just, <laughs> yeah. Uh, fun facts about Sherry do that you didn't really need to know, okay. Uh, okay, let's see, what else can I tell you about my cat? My cat has stripes. Mine's a striped cat. How many of you guys actually own a cat? Anyone? Anyone? Okay. How many of you guys do hate cats? There you go. How many of you guys hate coffee? Oh, yeah, I'm not alone. Yes. We are all gonna get together and have an I hate coffee club. It's gonna be fantastic. So Kevin O'Day hates the smell of oranges, which everyone loves the smell of oranges, but he hates the smell of oranges. Hates it, right? I hate the smell of coffee, and most people love the smell of coffee. So, you know, to each his own. Um, he can hate his oranges, and I'll hate his coffee. I, maybe, maybe every time he gets a cup of coffee and drinks it near me, I can just peel an orange. <laughs> I'm not going to do that, but that would be so fun. <laughs> Okay, I'm almost done with my cat. My cat is so cute. Here we go. Oh, I forgot, I have to have a little nose, a cute little mouth. Oh, you know what? Let's have the tongue hanging out just because that just makes it even cuter. Uh, It is so sweet. Uh, So let's see, I have all the stripes, I have that. Okay, I think I've told you everything about my cat, yes? So let me give you guys a little pop quiz, okay? Are you ready? Question, question number one for 10 points. How many whiskers does my cat have? Raise your hand if you think it's six. I hear people saying six. Raise your hand if you think it's six. Raise your hand if you think it's four. Four, anyone? How many of you guys think this is a trick question, there are no whiskers at all? No whiskers. Okay, you guys are all like, I see different hands being raised and different stuff. Okay, next question. Um, How long is my cat's tail? Huh? Interesting. Okay, let me go ahead and, 90 inches is what you said, very long tail. I'm going to go and show you my picture of my cat. This is my little kitty cat. As you can see, my cat has five whiskers. One got plucked out because someone tried to take its coffee. Um, That little cat fight over the coffee. Um, And it also has a very short tail. Okay, when I was talking about my cat, I'm sure some of you guys create a picture in your head of what that cat was uh, and i'm sure the cat probably had a long tail like typical cats and i'm sure that in some some of you guys said oh I, it definitely like i heard people shouting out how many whiskers does it have it has six like they knew it had six whiskers then other people were like oh, yeah no it's it's for sure has four and then other people were like guys no you guys are both wrong it actually has none but until you guys looked at the source I gave you the information that I gave you, and I gave you all the information that I knew to give you about the cat. But until you guys looked at the source, you didn't know that it had five. You came up with your own preconceived ideas, your ideas of what you think makes sense, what you think is going on in your head, but until you check the source of truth, you don't know for sure. And let me tell you about these sources of people. These are amazing resources that God uses to feed into your life. But let me tell you something about your parents. They are human, and they are flawed. Let me tell you something about your friends. They are so much fun, but guess what? They're going to mess up, and they are flawed. Your teachers, how many of you guys were the kid in class who were like, um, excuse me, Miss Smith, the answer is actually 15? Um, How many of you guys hated the kid in the class that did that? (laughs) Well, guess what? Your teachers make mistakes because they are human and they are also flawed. Uh Uh-oh, just one more sign. Your pastor. Your pastor has been called by God to stand on this stage and tell you about the, God of, the word of God and to equip you so that you can go tell others about God and the good news. But your pastor is also human and your pastor is also flawed. I'm married to him, so I know. <laughs> Kevin O'Day, I love you flaws and all, <laughs> unconditional. all of these sources are flawed but we have access to the truth you have access to the truth why because you live in America and you know how to read you live in America and you can get a hold of these if you don't have one of these come talk to one of our pastor staff we can get you one very easily we might be able to get you one today but you have this resource and unless you open it up and read it for yourself if you're just relying on this coming in on Sunday mornings, it's like you're looking through a foggy glass. You're only seeing the truth partially because the truth is so much clearer when you can find it out for yourself, when you can read it yourself. How many of you guys have ran a marathon? Raise your hand if you, I see a hand there. How many of you guys ran a marathon, half marathon, 5K, any type of marathon, go and raise your hand. Raise your hand. The people who ran 5K, so they don't wanna raise their hand because like, it's not a true marathon. But it is, it's a marathon, okay? So raise your hand, Let's, oh, I mean, that is amazing. Let's clap for these people. They, they have stuck it out, they ran a marathon. Did you do a full marathon? No? Okay. I was like, I was like, whoa, that's like, isn't that 26 miles? It's over 26 miles, isn't it? That is, that is crazy. But these people have ran a marathon. And let me tell you something. If you talk to someone who has ran a marathon, guess what they're going to tell you? I ran a marathon. They're not going to tell you the place that they ran a marathon. They're not going to tell you their time because it doesn't matter. It doesn't matter what place you get. It doesn't matter uh, what time you got. What matters is that you did it and you reached the finish line. That is the same thing with reading the Bible. This is 66 books. It is a marathon reading this. And it doesn't matter if you can read it in a year. It doesn't matter if you read it in three years, four years. I know that I read it uh, in college. I did just one chapter a day. I started doing one chapter a day. I wanted to read it from cover to cover. Did one chapter a day. It took me, I think, four years that I was able to finish that marathon, and so can you. These kids came up here and wowed us with their knowledge, and that was just five, 10 minutes a day. And yet they know so much now. If you guys can just be obedient just to, like the verse said, I will not neglect your word. Worship team, you guys can come out. It's important to know, (laughs) it's important to not neglect his word. He has so much for you in in this Bible. So much for you in the Bible. His word is living and active. Like they quoted, it's sharper than a two-edged sword. It can cut through bone and marrow, separate bone and marrow, soul and spirit. This cuts to the very soul and person of who you are if you read it. There's so much light, so much wisdom, so much strength that you can grab from this. And I'm not saying read it in a year. I'm just saying do it. Come up with a plan, Google Google um, on their uh, chapters of the Bible list and print out a list. And whether you like to skip around because some people hate reading Leviticus and Numbers because it's boring, but guess what? Read one chapter of Numbers and then go to the New Testament. Read the second chapter of Numbers and then go to some poetry. There's some things that do that, but if you just start marking, just start marking out those boxes and start running that marathon. Just take it step by step, easy, you'll get to the end. And the riches and the treasures that you'll find are far greater than any treasures that you find on earth. These are treasures that aren't just for here. These are treasures for heaven. They carry into eternity because everything that we have here fades away. (laughs) We can't leave the earth with anything. But God's word goes into our hearts. There was one more thing I wanted to say, and I can't quite remember what it is. That's typical of me. (laughs) I tend to forget things. But that is also why I (laughs) reread the Bible multiple times. It's New Year's Day. Happy New Year's. And, um... Today is a great day to start something. We make New Year's resolutions, and let me tell you, last year before New Year's, Kevin and I uh, were on a trip together, and we were like, hey, 2022, what's something that we wanna kinda do together? And we came up with a list, and we put three things on that list, and let me tell you, we did not do one thing on that list. (laughs) Not one. Kevin, do you even remember that we made a list? Okay, I was like, I didn't even remember that we made a list. It popped up on my phone, I was like, oh. (laughs) totally forgot about that but see the difference is is that those were goals things that we would like to do a resolution is when you resolve and say I'm gonna do it I'm gonna do this and I'm not saying a New Year's resolution like this year I'm gonna do it no I'm saying starting now I'm gonna do it and I'm gonna reach it to the finish whether it takes me three months three years ten years I'm gonna take those steps And I encourage you to make that resolve today, a new day, a new year, a new you, to say, God, I'm gonna be obedient in getting into your word. And I'm gonna offer you that, my time. We have so many resources now. If you can't read, or if you don't have time to open up a book, or if you fall asleep the second you start reading, there's audio. That's what I do. I do the book on audio because I, when I'm driving in my car, I say, I call my parents, I call my sisters, that's how I catch up with my family because I live 2,000 miles away from them, is when I'm driving in the car, I call them. But I made a resolution and said, I am not gonna call them until after I listen to a couple chapters of the Bible. And guess what, it only takes a few minutes and I still get to call them. It's not like I missed my chance. But now I'm not forgetting God. I'm reminded of Ecclesiastes. If you read Ecclesiastes, he goes through lists of things that say, oh, (laughs) it's kind of depressing reading Ecclesiastes a little bit because he reads all this stuff that happens in life and he's like, it's all meaningless, a chasing after the wind. That's meaningless, chasing after the wind. And you're like, oh my word, Solomon, (laughs) you're you're a little heavy. But something that I realized is that a lot of the to-do things that get me distracted away from reading my Bible, because believe me, sometimes I'll go days without opening up my Bible, without listening, without reading, and I don't realize it. And then suddenly I'm like, whoa, wait a second. What have I been doing this week? one of the most important things i've been neglecting but guess what i have been doing i've been doing the dishes and i've been doing the laundry and i've been taking my kids to school and i've been doing my work assignments and doing all those things but guess what all those things are they're meaningless and a chasing after the wind they're still going to be there they're still going to happen but this is what matters so i encourage you to take that step we're going to go ahead and go into a time of worship And I know that this is not a come to the altar and repent, Lord, I haven't read my Bible, forgive me. It's not that because you guys shouldn't feel guilt about it. You guys should just take this step to doing it. I fail all the time at reading my Bible, but I still try. (laughs) It took me the three year program to do STARS. It took me four years to do it, but guess what? I did it because I kept going and you guys can keep going too. I know that some of you guys might need prayer. So if you are an elder or a a person who was gonna pray with people, a pastor, if you guys wanna come down to the front um, and we're gonna have people here to pray for you because I know that some of you guys are going through difficult times or you need prayer or you just wanna join together with other believers to pray over something in your life. I know I brought my daughter down. Uh, My four-year-old daughter had a four-day headache. A four-day headache. Every day she had a headache. She didn't have a fever, she wasn't sick. She just had a headache every day, was crying. So I brought her down and had people pray over her. Her headache was gone, praise the Lord. (laughs) The next day she didn't have one and I'm so thankful for that. But these people are here to pray for you when those struggles happen. So if you're struggling with something, I encourage you to come and uh, get prayer. And if not, just go ahead and let's just praise the Lord and let's offer him our worship. So if you guys would stand with us.